Hey guys, Michael here with the WeddingVideographySchool.com. Hope you guys are having a great week. I know I am. Sans my uh, neck injury that I talked about in the last episode. If you didn't hear the last episode, I'll give you a little recap. I uh, I hurt. Let's see. It was a Tuesday morning. I went to the gym. I usually, you know, uh, I try to take care of myself. I've been trying to stay away from soda and sugars and grains and just all the junk that we kind of put into our bodies here in uh, in the United States. I'm um, really trying to focus on, you know, eating lots of fish and veggies, salads, um, chicken, like meats and eggs, nuts, the dried fruit, that kind of stuff, and trying to kind of stay away from like a lot of and dried fruit, I guess, is kind of sugary, but, you know, staying away from a lot of the processed and refined sugars and grains um, that really just cause us to gain weight and feel feel pretty shitty overall. So I've been trying to be healthy, and so I got a gym membership. Um, I've kind of been on and on, or on and off with my, like, workouts. Um, sometimes I'll get really into, like, running for a little bit, and then I'll just be like, yeah, I don't feel like it anymore. Uh, sometimes I'll get, um, actually, hold on, let me, I usually have my headphones plugged in when I record this podcast, and I forgot to do that, so give me one sec here. Ah, there we go. Now I can hear myself, and uh, sounds a little better in my head. Um, but yeah, I, I, I normally, you know, tr- I've kind of been really just kind of flaky with working out, and so I thought, you know what, I'm going to go to this little tiny gym down the street from my house, and I'm going to sign up for a prepaid year-long membership, because usually when I prepay for something, I... I end up using it as opposed to, uh, if I just do monthly, you know, if, if they take like 25 bucks out of my account every month, I'm like, eh, maybe I won't go that much this month. It's only 25 bucks or whatever. But when I go spend, you know, $240 at the gym, like up front, uh, I'm a little more motivated to go in there. So I've been, uh, I've been going in pretty regularly. Um, so I went in last Tuesday and just for reference, today is um, today is Monday. So almost a week ago, I went in, and uh, oh, sorry about that. I'm getting getting some messages here. Let me, man, lots of interruptions so far in this episode. Sorry about that, guys. Hold on one sec. Alrighty, so um, let me see here. Where was I? Yeah, working out. So been working out last Tuesday. I went into the gym, did my normal workout, um, came home, was feeling pretty good. No real issues. Sat down, edited some wedding stuff. Um, and then by dinner time, my neck was just like, just so stiff, so sore. And I knew like the next day it was going to be worse. And I woke up the next day, Wednesday, it was bad. Uh, woke up Thursday, nothing had changed. It was still pretty bad. And I had a wedding on Friday. So I went into the urgent care and the, uh, the doctor kind of examined me, gave me some pretty strong prescription medication, um, some ibuprofen, and uh, this muscle relaxant. So, um, and then I, I came home and I recorded the podcast after that. And so, just to get, give you guys kind of an update on what happened and how the wedding went, I took the mus- first uh, dose of the muscle relaxant, um, <laughs> that that day after I 
um, when I did the podcast and it, it felt fine. Like I felt pretty good. Um, and then I took a second dose, um, which was what I was supposed to do before bed. Um, and I, then I woke up at 2 AM on the day of my wedding that Friday, just like in a total panic. Cause it felt like my heart rate had slowed. Um, it felt like I was going to pass out and I was already laying down, like sleeping. Like I had just woken up. It wasn't like I was doing some sort of vigorous activity or something. And so I woke up and I was just like, so panicked. And I, I had this thought of like, this must be what it feels like to like overdose on a bunch of like prescription meds or something. Like it's got to feel kind of similar to this where your mind knows what's going on but your body, you're just like totally out of control of your body. Um, like my I could barely, I could like, I put my hand on my heart. I couldn't even feel my heartbeat. Um, so it was like, I was just like so panicked and so freaked out that I couldn't sleep. So I was basically up from like 2 AM until the time that it was for me until the time that I was supposed to go to this wedding. So that morning I, I, uh, uh, texted my buddy Andrew, who's another videographer out here in Colorado, because um, it's a Friday, and I thought, you know what, he's probably not shooting a wedding today, so let me see if I can get him to like come, maybe like relieve me halfway through this wedding day. I'll just shoot the prep stuff, and I'll get through the ceremony. I'll have an assistant there with me, and then maybe he can come and like just take over the last half of the wedding. So, because I, I was feeling pretty rough, my neck hurt, um, you know, so I was still in a lot of pain. Um, and I was just like feeling really, really just kind of uneasy because of the whole experience with the muscle relaxant. So, um, luckily, uh, you know, I got in touch with him and he was really cool. So shout out to Andrew. Um, really good guy. He, uh, he basically would have saved me. Um, and he, he basically volunteered to like come out and relieve me halfway through my wedding day. Um, so that was, that was a huge, um, relief knowing that if I needed that, I could, I could do that. Um, I got through half the wedding day and my neck was actually like oddly feeling like a lot better. Um, but, uh, so I, so yeah, I, <laughs> it was kind of weird. I was like, I'm halfway through the day. I'm like feeling pretty good. So I texted Andrew. I'm like, Hey man, don't worry about it. I'm just going to push through today. I've got my assistant here to help like, you know, loading gear into the car and all that kind of stuff. So don't worry about it. I'll finish this out. Um, but I pretty soon after that, I kind of regretted that decision because, um, you know, eight o'clock rolled around seven o'clock, eight o'clock rolled around. It's time for my assistant to leave. And I still had a few hours left at the wedding. Um, and I basically just had to sit through like a bunch of dancing, like waiting for people. Like I got all my dancing shots that I really needed. Uh, and I was just waiting for the send off. Um, and I was just like so miserable by the time the end of the wedding rolled around. Like, uh, my, like my neck was hurting, but so were my hips for some reason. Like, just like where the top half of your body just rests on your hips. It's almost like you like envision your hips as like a tripod, you know, and like you can swivel, you can swivel the upper part of your body around like a ball head on a tripod. Um, just where that ball head meets the legs, of the tripod, man, that's where I was like, just so sore, uh, just like, so 
so incredibly sore. I felt like I got hit by a bus. Um, so the wedding ended. Uh, I actually misplaced a 20 millimeter lens at the wedding and still have not found it. But I was like so exhausted. I was like, I, you know, what? I got to go home. Like I can't, I can't spend any more time here trying to find this lens. So I'm really bummed about that. Um, cause that's, you know, that's a few hundred dollars worth of lens that I could have sold on eBay or something. Um, but anyway, so I misplaced a lens. I had to stop and get gas on the way home. It was like an hour and 15 minute drive home. By the time I got home, like, like I just thought I was going to fall asleep, like in the car in the last five minutes, I was like, I could just close my eyes right now and like totally fall asleep. (laughs) Um, so got home, woke up the next day. Uh, just, I felt like I played my like first NFL game, like without pads, <laughs> like just so I just felt so broken. I was like limping around the house all day. Um, but since then, uh, it's a, it's a couple days later now. And, um, I feel I'm starting like today's the first day where I'm really kind of starting to feel just a little bit better. Um, still got the stiff neck. I still look like a hunchback walking around. Um, and people are still noticing that my, something's wrong with my neck. Uh, but I, I'm actually a little more flexible today and, um, not in quite as much pain. So happy about that. Um, the wedding turned out good. Um, you know, there's like a couple, there were a couple of hiccups here and there, but you know, nothing that I'm not used to and nothing that I can't really overcome. Um, I've got a client meeting today that I'm actually going to leave um, for in about a half hour. So I'll be driving back up to Denver. So I'll spend another hour or so in the car, a couple hours, actually round trip. Um, I'll meet with the clients, which I don't normally do. Um, you know, I think most of you know that I do most of my, if I, if the clients do want to meet with me, um, or have a, like a discussion with me, we usually do it over the phone or via FaceTime or Skype or something like that. Um, but these particular clients I think are, they're just doing their due diligence and they want to make sure that, um, I am who I say I am. And, you know, I think they just want to dot all their I's and cross all their T's. So I'm, uh, I'm usually happy to, to do that for people. Um, it is kind of a waste of my time, I suppose. I I mean, in a way, I mean, I'm going to book a wedding out of it most likely. So I guess it's not that big of a waste of time. But when you consider that I could just FaceTime people or whatever, it's it's a little bit of a time waster. Um, but like I said, you know, most of my clients book me via email. Like there's some clients I don't even talk to really before the wedding. So um, if I have to meet with people every once in a while, then that's no big deal. I, I don't really mind doing that. Um, so. Yeah, luckily for me, I get to kind of just sit around and edit from now until the end of January, and that's when my next wedding is. Um, so I've got about six or so weddings to crank out, um, and then uh, I'll, I'll shoot my January wedding, and then um, hopefully I'll be able to start taking a few weeks off uh, here and there for a couple months after that. So I always think I'm going to get those three months off or whatever, but rarely does that happen. It usually ends up, uh, just me taking like three weeks off. So, um, in the meantime, I wanted to talk about, uh, a new purchase that I made. (laughs) It's, it's funny. I'm like, 
everybody who knows me knows that I'm not really into gear, but I've just had like this gear kind of explosion happen over the last few months where I've kind of looked around at some of my, my gear and thought, you know what, this is looking pretty raggedy. Um, in fact, I got two tripods right now that I think this wedding that I just shot or might, well, hopefully is going to be the last time I use these two tripods. Cause they're like, one of them's like plastic and like, it's not a video tripod at all. And one of them's like this, like slightly better metal Manfrotto one, but it's still like, it's like the first tripod I ever got basically. And it's, it's so old and it's so weak and lame and just not, it's just not built for video. Um, so hopefully I'll get some new tripods. I think, uh, I'm going to get the, uh, Benro Aero sevens. Um, they're kind of a smaller tripod. They're, they're kind of cheap. I think they're like three fifty each brand new. Um, so they're not, they're not crazy, but I don't really need, um, you know, like really nice tripods. Um, I've already got the, uh, the Ben Rowe, uh, what is it? It's like, I got the legs with the aluminum legs with like the S eight head on it. So it's actually, I've got a really good video tripod already. I just need, um, a couple more to put my, my additional cameras on and those cameras, you know, we're, we're not usually doing like a whole lot of panning or movement with those. Um, the, the Benro Aero sevens do have a fluid video head, so it's going to be more than really what I need. Um, but you know, they're, they're small, they're light. Um, even the aluminum ones are pretty light and they're, they're all going to fit in my, um, HPRC case. Um, so I'm, I'm cool with that. I don't need anything too fancy there. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to really talk about these new reference monitors that I got. I've actually never had, uh, near field reference monitors before. Um, you know, I've always kind of just used headphones to edit with. Um, right now I've got, let me take these off. I've got the, uh, HD 280 pro Sennheisers. Um, that's what I, that's what I edit with. And that's what I listen to myself record this podcast with. And I, I like them. They're, they're a good set of headphones. Um, I had this set of headphones like way back in the day, like, um, 10, 10 plus years ago they had, I don't know if it's the exact same model, but it's basically, it's basically the same model they had, you know, 10 plus years ago when I first started getting into editing. Um, and for a while I had the Sony MDR six, I think that's what it is. Those super popular, like hundred dollar, uh, Sony studio headphones. Those were, those were good. I liked them cause I think they like look better. Like if somebody looks at you while you're wearing the headphones, the Sony's are like a little more sleek cause they just kind of sit like they conform to your head. Whereas these Sennheisers that I have on now, they kind of like stick up and they're kind of like raised, uh, which is like kind of odd looking. Um, but they do tend to like grip onto your head pretty well, which is kind of nice. So if like I'm moving around, like I'm moving over here and over here, you know, uh, they don't, they're not going to fall off the Sony's. I feel like, could fall off a little bit easier. Um, also with these, like if let's say I've got to like run out somewhere and I got to like be kind of presented presentable. <laughs> I, most people who know me to know that I like rarely brush my hair. Um, but when I do like, 
if I got to sit down at my desk for a few minutes and do knock out like 10 minutes of editing and put these headphones on, like it's going to mess up my hair. Um, although with these Sennheisers, you can kind of like adjust them and like raise the, uh, the little connector piece here in the middle. And like, you can kind of keep it off your hair a little bit, but for a guy like me who, when I do brush my hair, I like a lot of volume. (laughs) The ladies know what I'm talking about. Uh, you gotta, gotta have volume. All right. I got to have the volume. Uh, yeah, the headphones can, can mess up my, the volume of my hair. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, so I got these Tanoi reveals, uh, they're the Tanoi reveal 502, I think is what they're called. Um, doesn't really say on, maybe it says on the back, but, uh, yeah, the Tanoi reveal 502 reference monitors, um, I'm going to Google that real quick just to make sure I'm not telling you the wrong thing, but I got these because, um, a long time ago I shot a wedding for, um, like, uh, a musician who's like, like if I said the name of the band, you'd know him. Um, and I did his wedding and he loved the video and everything. But one of the things that he said was, uh, yeah, and that's right. It's the Tanoi reveal. 502s. Um, one of the things that he came back with to me with was he's like, Hey, the, uh, like the, the, the toasts that you use, they're like a little loud, like they're louder than they should be or whatever. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of weird. Cause I was using like the Sony reference headphones at the time. And I was like, Oh, well I was using these headphones. Like, isn't that what I'm supposed to be using to like mix my audio? Um, But what I kind of realized later on was this dude probably has like crazy, like expensive reference monitors hooked up to his computer because he's a musician. Um, So he, he probably was listening through those and could hear things that I couldn't really hear. Right. So he, he had a different perspective than I did. Um, He probably had a way better perspective than I did based on my like hundred dollar headphones versus his like five or $10,000 um, studio monitors. So I decided to finally kind of, I've been kind of struggling with my audio mixes. Um, not, not to the point that I think any of my clients would ever really notice, but like, I want to get better at making sure that, um, I have really good peaks and valleys and like just the, the overall dynamic range of the sound is really good for my videos. So, um, I kind of realized like, yeah, it's good to edit with headphones, but then you basically need to take your headphones off and listen through like a really good set of speakers, um, preferably like studio monitors, something that has a very flat tone, not something that's like overly bassy, you know, like you don't want to listen. Like if you're editing with like Beats by Dre or something, headphones or speakers or something like that, you're going to get like a really muddy, like it's... It, you might like the way it sounds and that's cool, but like, you're not going to get an accurate portrayal of what your mix sounds like. Um, so I wanted to find a really good pair of like flat sounding, um, studio reference monitors. So I got these five Oh twos. Uh, I think they were like, I think for both of them, it was like 400 bucks. Um, so yeah, they're, they're not too crazy expensive. Uh, you know, like you, you could really go 
crazy with these things um, in terms of how much you want to spend on studio monitors. I mean, you could really, you, you could spend an insane amount of money, but I didn't need anything too crazy. So I just got these, they got really good reviews. And so far I think um, they provide a pretty detailed and accurate sound. Um, they're not going to w- blow you away in terms of like rocking out. Like you're not going to put on Spotify and be like, damn, these are, man, these speakers like are crazy. Like they're not really made for, it's not, they're not like party speakers. They're just like, they're just, sorry. I don't know if you guys can hear that. I can hear that like crazy, uh, like my emails and text messages and stuff. Um, sorry about that. Uh, they're not really made for you to like throw a party to. Um, they're really just made to sit on your desk and give you a clean portrayal of, of what you're mixing. Um, but I, so far I really like them. I will say one of the speakers has like a slight buzz coming out of it. And I don't know if it's due to the speaker or, um, the way I have it set up or something. So I'm going to keep kind of messing with that. Um, so be aware, like, um, you're not really supposed to plug in the speaker's, uh, to the same like power source as like your computer. Um, so you try to run it to like a different outlet if you can. Um, and that should take care of most buzz sounds, but I've still got, um, a little bit of a buzz. So I'm still working to see if that's the speaker or, or something that I'm doing wrong. But overall, I like them. Um, so now my process is I'll, I'll usually edit with my headphones. Um, I'll do my entire bass edit um, and all the sounds and everything, all my sound effects um, with the headphones. And then I will take off my headphones and I might even like wait a day basically. And the next day come in and listen to it over the speakers and kind of get a good balance to where it sounds good, both in the speakers and in the headphones. Um, So that's kind of my process right now. Um, and I think that's, that's really going to help before I was just using my computer speakers on my iMac, which are like total garbage. Um, so yeah, this is, this is definitely a big upgrade and, and probably a better way for me to be doing it. So if you guys aren't using reference monitors, um, as your budget allows, uh, keep in mind, I, this is the first set I've ever even had. So I basically edited videos for eight years without them. Um, but once your budget allows, go ahead and pick up a set of these because they, um, they're, they're really going to help you just kind of improve your, your end product. Um, yeah. And if you're looking for a good pair of, uh, headphones, I recommend the Sennheiser HD 280 pros. They're, they're a hundred bucks. You can go, you can go bigger and better if you want. Um, there's better, there's better headphones out there. Um, but these are a hundred bucks and, um, I think they, they suit me pretty well. So um, with that, before I close out the podcast, I hadn't checked the reviews in a while, but um, people are um, saying some really nice stuff. So I figured I would give out some shout outs to people leaving me reviews. Um, Dodds Dynasty says, I've listened to every single episode of this series and I'm very pleased. As a new videographer on the scene, I've greatly appreciated Michael's honesty and openness. I highly suggest this podcast to any wedding videographer as we can all learn from this, no matter how skilled or experienced we are. Uh, Ferris film says great content and very friendly atmosphere. Um, 
A Flack says, uh, this podcast is great for beginners and pros alike. I've shot over 150 weddings myself, and this podcast has been super helpful. Um, let's see. Haas guy says Michael's podcast is superb. Thanks. Haas guy. Appreciate it. Um, if you are a newcomer to the wedding video business or have already been in the business for years, this is an essential listen. Um, I've been doing wedding films for almost five years now and have learned so much from Michael. I appreciate that, man. That's, uh, that's awesome. DC Denver says I found this podcast at the perfect time as I was rebuilding my wedding videography business. I have learned from every episode. I appreciate the value it adds to my experience. Um, what else? Um, oh, this person's in Colorado, DC, Denver too. Okay. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll have to meet up. Uh, shoot me an email, DC, Denver too. Michael at wedding videography school.com. Um, who else we got here? We got C Lewis 4k packed with lots of great info and the observations and concepts are delivered in a very honest, practical manner. I appreciate it. Uh, B B B B E tag B B B tag or something. (laughs) Everybody's got like these names that I can't really make out, but, uh, this is great that there's people out there trying to educate beginners like myself via the podcast. I like listening to it on my way to weddings. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I have podcasts too that I like to listen to on my way to weddings and I got one that I'm going to listen to on my way up to uh, Denver today. So actually, actually driving isn't, um, as miserable as it used to be now that podcasts exist. So, uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, this person has a question. How do I access the contract template to purchase? Uh, yeah. So if you guys need a wedding videography contract, if you don't have one, you should be using one. If you have one, but you think it might not be a very good one, uh, check out the one at weddingvideographyschool.com slash contract. That's where you can download it. Um, and camera ma'am says, I love this podcast. Thank you for taking the time to produce it. This is a great resource for anyone videoing weddings, tips, tricks, and insights to make my job easier. It's also great just to hear another videographer talk about their last shoot. Yeah. Uh, camera man. Thank you so much. Yeah, I agree. Like when I was starting out like the first five years, really, like I, I think I've mentioned, I'm not a super social person. Um, I like being social. I like, I like having friends, but I don't have very many. I've probably got like two or three close friends and that's pretty much it. Like I'm also a very content person in terms of my social life. I'm content to just kind of spend a bunch. I, I, I already kind of just spend a ton of time at home just because I work from home. Um, so I don't really have coworkers and stuff anymore. Um, but when I did have coworkers, I, I enjoyed having coworkers overall, like, uh, you know, getting close to, to people and stuff like that. It's, it's kind of funny though. I, I just don't really do it as much anymore, but, um, so yeah, it's, it is nice. Like I was saying, it, it is, you know, being somebody that doesn't have uh, a ton of social contact just because I'm I'm at home working so much. Um, it's it is really good to hear um, other videographers talk about what they're doing and what they're up to. So I definitely uh, I definitely can relate. Um, and once in a while, I get to hop on a a call with uh, another videographer or go to lunch. Actually, I've got a lunch plan this week with. Andrew, uh, niece out here in Colorado, who's, who's a great, great guy, super, super, 
super helpful dude and uh, a guy who is willing to help me out when I needed it. So um, it is good to talk to other people because this is such a, a niche or niche kind of uh, industry that um, a lot of people, you just talk to regular people and they don't understand anything about wedding videography. They don't understand, um, you know, the, the, the effort and the time that take, it takes to make an awesome video. Uh, they don't understand how much time you're going to spend in the car driving from place to place. They don't understand, you know, like, Hey, I stand up for like, <laughs> like I, my neck was like totally jacked up and I stood up for like almost 12 hours at this wedding the other day. And there's like, not a lot of people, like even waiters and waitresses, they do like eight hour shifts, you know, where they're on their feet for eight hours. But I do 10 hour shifts regularly, 11 hour shifts regularly where I'm standing on my feet and I'm not wearing sneakers. I'm wearing like dress shoes and stuff. So, uh, it's, it's nice to have people to talk to about, about that stuff and who, who get it. So guys, thanks so much for the reviews. If you, if you like this show, please, uh, and if you haven't left a review, go ahead and leave a review, uh, leave an honest review. I don't, um, you know, I don't necessarily need to have five star reviews. If, Oh, let's actually, <laughs> let's see. Let me find, let me see if I can find a bad review. Let's find a bad review here before I, before I close out. Uh, oh, there's only like one really bad review. And I think I already read it before. Um, here we go. Well, let's read the bad one again. <laughs> uh, Dan man W says it's a shame. The podcast used to be really great and was chocked full of valuable information, but Michael is inconsistent with his posting. That's true. Uh, and most recent podcasts mainly consists of self gloating and shallow insight. Uh, definitely have to listen to his earlier stuff, but the most recent content is really disappointing. Stay humble, man. That's my favorite one, uh, to read. I should just start reading that review every, at the end of every podcast, just cause, <laughs> uh, uh, just cause I think it would be funny. Um, Hey, if everybody's got their own opinion, I'm cool with it. Uh, I appreciate that this person actually took the time to even write a review. So uh, if you haven't written a review yet, please do. It just helps. It just helps the podcast. And uh, if you guys have topics or anything that you want to hear me talk about, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, please send me an email and send me a glass of water <clears throat> at Michael at Wedding Videography School dot com m-i-c-h-a-e-l and until next time guys peace, peace.